good. I am. Um, <laughs> I hope you guys can hear Sarifa because we have so much technical issues right now that I'm just, I'm just like, you know what? Let's just get through this. Deal with it. Another time. Welcome, audience. So, Teresa, Welcome what are we whining about tonight besides technology? Oh, but that's the main thing we're whining about. If anyone there knows something to help us. Well, I, I actually, we're actually now looking at Podbean as the platform that we're going to use for the podcast, hopefully very uh, shortly. We're going to try it out in, um, in June. If you know of any other platforms that would be more suitable for what we have, where there's one person in one country, the other person in another country, and mm -hmm. can allow us to be on multiple platforms at the same time, as well as chat and phone and etc whatever please hit us up on instagram or or youtube or drop it in the chat for us we really will like some or recommendations we have done a lot of research and so far the only one that seems to be maybe it might work is podbean so we're going to try that out in june teresa as you can see right now is having a lot of technical issues <laughs> so we hope that um She's able to get through the show. We're able to see her. <laughs> <laughs> we both have lost our backgrounds. We'll, we'll have the backgrounds back in June. Um, so anyways, uh, I am Hillary, Ontario, Canada. And I'm Teresa in the beautiful island of Barbados. Welcome, welcome, welcome to our show, Hot Tea with Pleasures, where we lubricate your life. Uh, soon we will be live from the Fosun Park in St. James in Barbados. Uh, save the date, July 28th, starting at 8 a.m. to noon. Um, is that true? 8 a.m. to noon? No, we're not going from 8 a.m. to noon. It's from 10 to 10 to noon. So, <laughs> I'm reading your script. I'm reading your script. We'll be joined by entrepreneurs, uh, Jordan the Fish Cake Guy at Folsom Park, uh, Phantom Inc., and Barbershop. Mm -hmm. So Alistair Design and Catch Sprattle Volka join us live and learn more about the Barbadian or Bayesian culture. We call ourselves Bayesians, not Barbadians. Uh, <laughs> head over <laughs> head over head over to our entrepreneur Instagram pages, like and follow them, and we know you will find some amazing products and services there to enhance your life uh, this crop over season. That's the festival that's in Barbados during uh some from june until august uh what we're trying to set up right now is to have donations of their products go towards uh one of the women's shelters down there because you know i'm an advocate for human trafficking as well as partner violence or domestic violence so without any further ado teresa <laughs> <laughs> or disclaimer or disclaimer all the information that we present to you is information that we have researched and at the event that you want to have links to do some reading yourself, we can provide you with those links. Mm -hmm. So, on with our show. On with the show. Tonight's topic, sexuality, uh, sexism and emasculation. emasculation. Male emasculation, because mm -hmm. emasculation can happen to male or female. Oh, that's, a, that's a mouthful, Hillary. Can you explain the title for us? Well, we had, uh, I, I think the pandemic really kind of showed, uh, kind of magnify sexism, um, which has a lot to do with equity and 
emasculation of, of, of men uh, during the pandemic, we started seeing a lot of um, misogyny against women uh, on Instagram, especially having these different platforms that would advocate violence or anger or um, hatred towards females. And then you had the other side where you saw a lot of women started depolarizing men. So uh, emasculation has to do with the treatment of making a person feel less than, um, not <laughs> when it comes to their, you know, their sexuality as well as their, um, their being. So for example, um, let's give an example of, ema of male emasculation. So uh, oh, who's going to be the male and who's going to be the female? Too? So I'm always the guy. I don't want to be the guy this time. You be the guy. You don't want to be the guy? Mm -mm. I always okay. be the guy. And then people think that I'm mean. <laughs> um, how do you start? To start? Uh, oh, sure. Um, no, wait, hold on. No, I want to be the guy. I want to be the guy. <laughs> I want to be the guy. I want to be nice. So I'll be okay, the guy. Go on. So, hi, babe. How are you doing? Hi, babe. What do you mean, how am I doing? I'm having what a... Had a I, what were you supposed to do? I had a hard day at work today. Um, can oh, we really? talk about it? I'm not in the mood to talk. Um, I'm having a, a hard time, and I think I'm going into depression. Can we, can we talk about depression? it? Is there something? Is there something else that you want to say besides that? Because I'm thinking you have a, you have a different conversation. Why? I, I I have feelings like you know I'm a person and 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 I'm. But I have feelings too, and at the present moment, I don't want to talk about your depression. Why? Do you think that's relevant to talk about it now? You just came in from work. You want to talk about your depression to bring your work environment into the house i have to go and prepare meals are you going to help me prepare meals so i guess not <laughs> that answers your and question because I, I it could go it could get worse than that where the woman starts calling him mm -hmm. you know the a bitch or whatever or you know um that he has no testicles he's weak and stuff that, like that he's weak in inferior <laughs> there's Many, you can hear Toronto, uh, Teresa. Uh oh, what you can hear, Teresa. Thank to go to the Go Me Fun. Oh, god, <laughs> Victor. Victor says, oh, uh, I'm good at uh, how are you He goes, What you can hear, Teresa. Thanks to Go Me Fun. Wow, no, thanks oh, to Ortec. Ortec helped us out. Yeah, I thank you so much, Victor Hewitt. And welcome to the show tonight. Okay. Um, anyways, <laughs> uh, let's continue. Um, so we're going to, uh, tonight we're going to open the discussion and we invite those who are joining us to drop your comments in the chat. Our regular guests, Rudy and Victor, asks that you share your opinion and not about Teresa's mic and that's too late because that's already been done. <laughs> uh, glad he said, y'all on medication, y'all identifying as now what what are you talking about <laughs> no we were just doing a skit victor we were just doing a, a skit so <laughs> you want to start the that's first what, article 
that's what happened when you joined late, Victor. Yeah. You, you need wanna, to be you on wanna, time um... and you get through the thing. Anyway, yeah. without any further ado, we go into the 10 ways women emasculate men. And this is even without, without realizing, realizing it. it. Without realizing yeah? Because there's there's ways you can you can do it where um you don't realize that you're doing that my, my finger I, I went to jen jackson concert and i broke my nail so if you see my nail looking kind of funny that's what happened oh, went to jen jackson last week anyhow um if you you know there you can do it without realizing it and at the same time some people do realize it and do it as a weapon use it as a weapon in the relationship or uh quote unquote friendship um so we're just going to go through 10 ways that women do that and look at that. And we're going to do the comparison because you have uh, emasculation, you have misogyny, and you have sexism. And they're all different. And we're going to go through that. So anyways, go on, Teresa. Start it off. Okay. First way, withholding respect or kindness to motivate him to do better. From our example that you saw just now. That's not motivation. Well, that's what they say they're doing. They're trying to motivate him to do better, but there are ways to motivate a a person, man or woman, Mm -hmm. or um, they or them. There's ways to do it, and then there's ways to demoralize a person because you want to be more powerful in a relationship. So they use the word motivate. I think that's a cop out. yeah, go on. Okay. The next one, keep re- keep repeating how childish he keep repeating how childish he is. So in case he's doing he's doing stuff or he has uh, he's in conversation with you, and the language that you use, you're basically what do you call it, Hillary? What's the word? Degrading, derogatory. Uh, degrading. So degrading. like women are degrading, always degrading him. Yeah, they're, they're sometimes often aware of that they're doing this. Uh, they wonder why men are so angry, defensive, and or shut down. A common example of emasculation is when a man is driving with his significant other. He turns left to go to the highway, and she says, you're going the wrong way. The back rows are faster. Uh, she's making him wrong and herself right, and this leads to a big fight. But I was just saying to help, she says, by trying to help. Um, it's a way of controlling him. He feels emasculated because he now believes that he can't do anything right in her eyes, and this leads to frustration in their relationships. And that's that's a, a way where you don't realize you're doing it. That that's one of the examples. And one where they call it belittling. Yeah, belittling. Yeah. So the uh, next one is the I'm, I'm looking over here at the. Oh God. He's asking how I broke my nail. I broke my nail at Joe Jackson's concert. Relax. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, Conti- con- continue. You complain, you complain <laughs> about his job or you complain about his salary. Mm-hmm. Uh, you saw the, um, I think we skipped one. It says, keep repeating how childish he is. Yeah, there's the one that you were just now. You said we'll belittling him. Oh, okay. I was talking about the motivating. Sorry. Okay. Complain about his job or salary. You're not making Mm -hmm. enough. Why don't you do better? You're not making enough money or Mm -hmm. you need to change the job that you're in because you want him to make more money or Mm -hmm. the job that he's in, he's away from the family 
for too long. Sometimes it might be a, a job where you have to do shift work. Mm-hmm. And you always bring up conversation about that. About his job and his salary. Yeah. And then mistrust his ability to handle things on his own. So mm-hmm. always mansplaining is what we get from when we say a guy is telling us. <laughs> so I'm not sure if it's womansplaining. But no, uh, seriously, you know, allow people to, to show them, show you their ability. Uh, in this situation, it's a male. Uh, allow them to show you their ability. And, you know, if you have suggestions, of course, give a suggestion. But don't act as though mm-hmm. your own your way is the only way that things should be handled. Do number five. One of the with. one of the ways that I think that women tend to mistrust the entire the response of this is when men have to deal like say the woman is at work on a uh regular eight to five eight to four nine to five job mm-hmm. and the man he's managing the children at home. Oh, in terms at home of dad. preparing lunch when they come mm-hmm. home from school, preparing dinner. Um, getting ready for school the next day and stuff like that, she would come in and he might not have done what she would normally do in the same order. Right. Or, you know, something done in the way that she will expect it to be done. Mm-hmm. And then from there, she started complaining, she would start complaining about his ability to do, the, to do, to manage his own children. Mm-hmm. So that could be, that could be one. Yeah. Because you know we have we have this sentence that we will say, and I I was guilty of saying it to my kids. You know, um, you, they would clean the bathroom, and I would come in and be like, "Well, it's not clean right," <laughs> you know, and that's mm-hmm. not something you're not purposely trying to make a person feel less than, but by doing that, you're saying that whatever they just did is not good enough, and yeah. uh, I had to learn that you know they did what they could do. And I should appreciate that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, number. The next one is ask for help. There you go. Ask for help, and yeah. then tell him he's, and then tell him he's doing it wrong. So yeah. From your example, what you said just now, in terms yeah. of dealing with boys, right? That that explains that one. Nag him or boss him around. Yeah, there. That one is very interesting because. You can look at it from two aspects. <laughs> uh, you know, the woman asking a guy to do something repetitively could come off as nagging. But nagging is not allowing a person to execute something before you interject. That's nagging. So, for example, you ask uh, your spouse to mow the lawn. Before he even gets the opportunity to get up, why he didn't do it yet? <laughs> I would have done it a long time ago. You know, mm-hmm. I should just hire someone to do it because you're not doing it right. <laughs> you know, I what I got to do, I got to beg you. And you just ask within two minutes of asking, you're now demanding and degrading the, the act before it happens. Okay, number I seven. I think one of the things that will come in there too, mm-hmm. that will tend to tell you with this one, with nagging and bossing around, is... It can go back to number three when you're complaining about his job and salary. Mm-hmm. I find those two can tie in there together because if you are a female wife partner that works from home or brings in the majority of the money, your salary mm-hmm. is more, 
this part here, women, they think that they have the upper hand to boss him around because right. they have the advantage of earning more money. Mm -hmm. So that can tell you into that one. And so, all, and I think we had a lot of that happening during the pandemic. I mean, we had an increase of domestic violence during the, uh, mm -hmm. the pandemic. And I think financial finances were the major cost and it's always the main cost of uh, fights, but that, um, you know, having um, that debt differences, we saw there was a particular terminology, I can't remember what it is, but a lot of men uh, felt attacked <laughs> during the pandemic. They felt as though they that nothing they did was good enough. And we saw an increase of mental health issues in, uh, in males uh, actually admitting that they had a problem. And... Uh, I know society's always tells them they you're strong enough. If you if you want to be a man, be strong. <laughs> you know, um, act a certain way, and that makes you a man. And so now you had a person, individual, uh, dealing with a lot of stressors and not being able to manage it because there was no resources to manage it properly. The re resources were either overwhelmed themselves or not available to many. Too many. So that became um, the conversation in a lot of households during the pandemic. You're not making enough money or you lost your job. What are we going to do now? You know, oh, look, what have you, you know, you know, and then the, the criticizing came. Mm -hmm. and, and that- Instead of pulling resources together. Exactly. And and, and, and and in no form or, or fashion am I saying that um, that led to, um, or excuse domestic violence because domestic violence is in itself another conversation. But what I'm saying is a lot of the reasonings behind a, uh, what was going on during the pandemic had to do with finances. Okay. okay. Number. Do you want to read the other one? Number seven. Yeah. Yeah. Treat him like he's a Neanderthal with no feelings. Yeah. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. since we had that show back uh, last year that talked about uh, male abuse, remember? And it was uh -huh. one of our biggest shows. Uh, we have 500 and something, or I think it's more now. Uh, I think views. it more was made up to seven or so. Yeah, it's, um, and what it was is society has created this idea of what a man is. And... Men are expected from childhood to live up to that expectation of what a man is. And majority of them cannot live up to that expectation because it's not real. <laughs> okay. Um, men are supposed to be strong, not have emotions. So you're asking a man not to have emotions because if you have too much emotions, you're weak and you, you're the P word. Um, and at the same time, we want them to have emotions and show love and show you know, romance mm. and whatever. You can't have both, <laughs> you know? So either you want um, him to have no feelings and be the man, that societal expectation of a man, or you want him to be emotional and be a person. So the, this, the, the, uh, the stress of being what is considered a man have really gotten overbearing to a lot of males and they're dealing with a lot of mental health issues and trying to live up to that expectation of it. And some women have also put them to that high regard and saying, if you're not doing certain behaviors, you're not man enough. And that's where the emasculation comes in. 
I guess the word Neanderthal mm-hmm. explains it because looking at the, that uh, definition, it says yeah. someone that's in, unintelligent, someone that's uncool, someone that's uncivilized. Mm-hmm. And they also mention its stereotype. Right. So that that explains what they were trying to put over there. So the next I gotta one keep is an eye on the time. I keep forgetting. <laughs> Nine minutes. Yeah, 24 minutes. Uh, yeah. Um, comparing okay. him to, to compare him to your exes. Oh, that is so wrong. Oh, in every. So <laughs> Let me tell you something. Exactly. It has nothing to do with masculation. That's just wrong and rude. <laughs> Well, my ex can sex me better, <laughs> or, or my ex is bigger, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. When we know it's wrong, hit low when you're fighting, you know, mm-hmm. um, oh, my ex used to romance me better, or or my ex makes more money, or my ex would do it this, or yeah, they, there's no need for that. It's not a good, it's not a good thing. Yeah, so you should be with the ex. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, <laughs> offer him unsolicited advice. No, right. you, you know what that means, right? Mm-hmm. Let's hear. So, for example, let's say he says, "Oh, um, I I bought a car today, and um, it, I I gotta fix it up." And you start giving advice as though you're the mechanic. <laughs> And you never even touch a car in your life. So you're not you're not even in the field. You're not even in the same field or anything like that. You know, you're ready to and then if he doesn't take your advice, you get angry. For what? So <laughs> you know, I think communication is one of the most beautiful things and for some the most the most difficult things that you can do in a relationship. But when you start communicating with each other and understanding and respecting each other's boundaries uh, in the relationship, by the way, there are boundaries that should be established <laughs> because before you knew each other, you had those boundaries or you had those, uh, you had a life and you had a life separate from each other. And now you're coming together and building that foundation to create a life together. So you still have to respect the boundaries. So maybe wait a, a minute for, let him ask you and say, you know, what do you think? You know, or mm-hmm. can you give me your opinion? And then when you give the opinion, Give the opinion or as a suggestion, not as though you're right and <laughs> everything you say is correct and everything he says is wrong. <laughs> Number 10. Okay. Number 10, criticize how he spends his downtime. Oh, that's a big one. So, you know what the big one is, right? Criticize how he spends his time yeah. when you're oh, not wh- spending time with him. Oh, why, honey, why don't you go and... Put your foot up. He go put his foot up and put a football game. Why are you watching the football game? Not spending time with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you so know, we all like need a can, minute. He huh? cannot do anything. He cannot do anything that is right in your book. Yeah. When he gets comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's lazy. He's not doing stuff around the house. Exactly. He's not working. He's not trying to improve himself. And then when he gets busy now, you're mm-hmm. complaining again. Now we have to realize that every person does something for mental health balance. Uh, some people play video games, some people hike, some people read a book, uh, sing, dance, whatever. You cannot tell a person what their mental health balance, uh, <laughs> calmness is or something they use as, as a meditation or as a device to help themselves balance life and work and everything else. So if he decides, you know what, I need an hour, a couple of hours to play a video game, for example, or to hang out with the guys and play, I don't know, poker. I'm being stereotypical right now. <laughs> I'm just making examples. But 
whatever he's chosen, know that maybe before you guys met, he used that as a way uh, of spending time with himself as a downtime. Uh, Don't see it as him um, moving away from you. See it as him taking a minute for himself so he can be better for you. See it that way. And the same thing goes for females. You know, a man, uh, you know, letting the, not letting because you can't let nobody do nothing, but respecting the fact that maybe the female needs time away from him as well to do her own thing. So five ways to stop emasculation men and create a healthy relationship. Number one, stop trying to control the the, the male and uh, trust your your man can figure things out himself and his way. Okay. Okay. It doesn't have to be your way. <laughs> look, look for the best in him. Mm-hmm. And when you're constantly criticizing his job, the way he drives, if there's a way he can do some and do anything, you can. You will help him to feel, help him not to feel defeated and shut down. When you focus on what he's doing well, mm-hmm. you he will rise up. You applaud him. Exactly. Don't give, and don't see it as babying him when you applaud him either. It's the same thing as having a cheerleader support system. The same way you want a support system around you to cushion you when you have a fall, you your 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 spouse or your mate is looking for you to be that support system sometimes. So, uh, you know, you know, <laughs> that's the best way I can I can say it. If he asks for your help, accept how he supports you. Otherwise, he won't offer to help you again. Yes. And, I, and you see that many times where, you know, uh, a per, a, for example, let's give an example, Teresa. Let's, let's act it out. Male or female, which one are you doing? <laughs> yeah, okay, go on. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, um, babe, hey, can, can you, you help me take... Me? What? Go on. Okay, babe, can you help me uh, take the groceries in? Oh, yes, I can. Where do okay. you want me to put them? Uh, yeah, you're not doing it right. <laughs> I'm not Can you... taking the groceries in, right? No, no, no. You listen, <laughs> I, I want you to take the, the the first bag first, okay? So that you can, because that's the cold stuff, and that has oh. to go in the freezer. So that has okay. to go first. Okay, got you. I'll take the cold bag in. Okay, and you then straight in the freezer. Well, hold on, but you get, but then you gotta okay. unpack it. You gotta unpack it. Mm-hmm. You know you what? You're not it. doing it right. I got it. I got it. I got it. I don't need your help. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, there it goes. We we gotta go out and come back in. We we have pulled down our uh, subscription from uh, Zoom because we're as I as I'm, so we're switching uh, platforms. So we are gonna take a quick quick break. Uh, Rudy, uh, Baby Eiffel, Victor, all in the audience tonight, having their little conversation, going back and forth. Good night, all of you. Uh, we will be right back with some more hot tea with pleasures. Tune, uh, please do go away. Remember to subscribe, like, and comment. Drop us a line and let us know what you think of the show as well as what you think we should use as a platform. We'll be right back.
Okay, let's continue. Uh, what number are we at? Uh, we were just closing off the five ways you can stop procrastinating mm -hmm. and create healthier relationships. You can just run through great three. The first one was stop trying to control, trust the man to figure things out his way. Look for the best in him. Three, don't give unsolicited advice. Four, if he asks for help, accept how he supports you. And five, be, di be direct instead of nagging. Tell him what you want and need. And, and then give him the space to provide it. <laughs> I'm watching the chat. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I'm not even going to go back and forth with those. I, I can't. Rudy's here, so you know Rudy and Victor are going back and forth with their nonsense. Okay. <laughs> So let's go to the next, uh, um, the next, um, the next, <laughs> the next article. Is... So here's a call to action, identifying the ways you might be unconsciously emasculating your man and choose one step towards having a relationship you want. So we're going to talk about sexism now because, so that was emasculation of males. Now we're going to talk about sexism because I think that everyone looks at sexism differently and they see it as oh women are whining or it has to be feminist oh are they these are angry women and they are they always complaining about something um and so we're going to talk a little bit now about sexism and then i want to talk about um misogyny and what that looks like go on teresa okay i'm just pulling it back up yeah and I'll give a little bit of a, a percentage. So, for example, full-time working moms, ideally for young um, children. Um, so, full-time women, you have 16%. Working part-time, 42%. And then not working at all, 33%. What's the ideal situation for women with young children? Working 12%, uh, part-time, 47%. And not working, 33%. And what's the ideal situation for men with young children? 70% are um, working and 20% are part-time and only 4% are not working at all. So you, there you can see the big differences between a woman and a, and a man in the, um, in the work field. Go on. Mm -hmm. So in that little graph that Hillary just produced, it was, you can also add to that that the results of the 42% of women <laughs> that work experience reported yeah experience reported in 2023 they had reduced their work hours in order to care for children and other family members at the same point in their career and 28 percent of that the fathers at the same time one second can you guys hear teresa because victor's talking about your microphone Let us know if you can hear uh, Teresa. Go on, Teresa. I'm, I'm gonna assume that they can. Because Victor right, says, so, "Use the microphone now that you you got one." So, uh, but collect say they they can hear you. So go on, continue. <laughs> I can't okay. just ignore them. <laughs> go on. <laughs> oh God. Okay. Uh, so that's according to the the mm -hmm. graph that Hillary was reading earlier. Mm -hmm. It seems that the majority of the time, women are the ones that take up the full-time work and mm -hmm. full-time work, and still they manage the household. Right. 
that, that's basically it for, for the graph that you was reading. Mm-hmm. They also said that it is ideal, in the ideal situation with young children, women are the ones that either work part-time mm-hmm. and still take up the, the role of dealing with the children or not at all and they still deal with the children, whereas men are only 12, 12% of men and they work full-time. So if the ideal situation for men with young children, they're saying 70% work part-time our 20 percent don't work at all leaving that with a four or four percent yeah and this is this is research from pew pew research center so you can check that one out if yeah. need be so i'm going to talk about women from uh equity uh point of view when it comes to sexism and the kind of um you know um, a harassment that they experience in the workplace as well as maybe at home, uh, not being respected for juggling careers and family life uh, continues to be the front burner issue. So for example, a woman comes to work and you know um, she might be left out of certain meetings or certain decisions because they think that she cannot manage home life and uh, work life, that the home life will be paramount to the, the work life and that she will be able to commit to certain projects because of the time um, that is required or the time it happens at without even asking her um, what she can or cannot manage, assuming that she cannot manage it. Putting women into roles that they think are for females, um, roles that they think that we can handle, <laughs> uh, that those are other ways of sexism um, shows up in the workplace. Uh, equity uh, is one of the major conversation pieces because that affects the finances, which also affects the home, um, and women not being paid at the same level that a man is paid for the same job. Mm-hmm. Is, is there anyone in the audience that has experienced that within mm-hmm. their work environment? Now, here's the question that we, we have. Why is it that... Um, and, and you remember, when it comes to sexism, it has to do with talking about a woman's, uh, her, her, her ability to think, her ability to make decisions, her, it goes into more sexual um, conversation where now you're um, talking about her character, her ability to, to I guess say, lift something or demoralizing her presence. Um, questioning her, over-talking her. We, hear, we often hear the word mansplaining. Um, these are different things. And then it leads, can even lead to sexual harassment. So there are many different aspects that can happen in sexism. But here's the question that we have for you tonight, and we're all like halfway through the show. Why is it that sexism is treated differently than emas- male emasculation? Why? They're both, in, in both situations, the person is being demoralized, disrespected, and assumed to not be able to manage themselves, and not be able to manage themselves. So why is it that we do not have the same kind of regard when it comes to male emasculation? And I'm not talking about men that practice misogyny, because that's different. They hate women. <laughs> That's the hatred of women uh, to the point where they can actually kill a woman. Um, so we're not talking about that. We're talking about uh, 
women to men emasculating them and men to women uh, using sexism to keep them in where in the position that they think they should be so why are both are being disrespectful why is it mm -hmm. more um, advocated about sexism than when it comes to male emasculation and male emasculation can lead can lead to domestic violence uh, towards the male it can lead to um, rape it can lead to many different things uh, for a man but society does not treat uh, emasculation of men abuse of males or rape of men the same way that it do with females and so where is that coming from and why don't we have more conversations around that and why is it uncomfortable for people to have those kind of conversations what do you think Teresa <laughs> That's all a mouthful. <laughs> I find that with sexism and emasculation, that those two persons tend to, because I see, I'm seeing here in the chat, Victor's asking if we think men and women are equal. Think men and women are equal. And in, in what what light are you looking at, Victor, in terms of work? Yeah. Because well, I know for me, when I first when I finished college and I was I went into printing graphic arts, I find that. The owner of the place. <laughs> what's happening? I'm, 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 I'm reading the what they're saying. Was all was like when I have to print, it was always a question of what I'm doing. If I'm mixing inks right, if I have the rollers correct, mm -hmm. it, I was always questioned more so than the men. It always mm -hmm. was put forward that the men can do it, mm -hmm. and. Another thing too, there was one place that I went to and when they knew that a female was coming, they sent notes back to the school saying that they prefer men. And this because because of the night shift. And I didn't I ended up not going to the job. So in terms of work being equal, I don't see it as men and women are shared equal, doesn't have the equal opportunity. Always I think what he's asking, live, uh, sorry, I, see, well, one second. I don't think he's asking that question because if you read the chat, what they're saying in there, they're saying that, well, so Rudy said um, in his job, men and women get the same pay depending on the time of service. And Victor said, do you see women digging wells, cleaning septic tanks? She um uh, we are not equal. We have roles to play. I don't play. I don't want to play pregnant. I good. I good with cleaning and digging the well. So, uh, <laughs> I, okay. So, but here, here in Barbados, I know there are women that dig well. Exactly so let me let me let me let me let me sound this out and round this up and smooth it out a little bit and tell me if we're if we think if if we're saying it if we're, we're saying what you're saying I want to paraphrase so are you saying that everyone has a role to play and depending on the situation everyone has a particular role so there are certain roles that are built for men and there are certain roles that are built for women that is agreeable. However, I think what we're talking about is when you're in the role of a particular job being respected at the same level. 
that I think that's the, the, there's two different things. So you have societal roles and then you have economical roles. So if I am doing the same job in the same job as a male, hold on. If I'm doing the same work and I got hired to do the same job as a male, we should both be paid the same. However, in society, we have different roles as individuals. We have roles that we're just put into because we we're born a certain way. Um, and then we have roles that are created for us. So which one are we saying is correct? Well, the thing is, if you are interviewed and you have been selected mm -hmm. for that job, why is it then when you are in the job, your performance is questioned? Okay, good question. Um, so yes, but that's the odyssey. Uh, one or two don't make the number. Yes, agreed. Oh, okay. So he said yes, agreed. Okay. So that's what he's trying to say is that we have roles that we're naturally in and then we have these roles that, and then you have the job situation, which is totally different. So one, they're different. They're two different uh, positions. Now, but the, but the question I, I still have is why, why is it that sexism and male emasculation are looked at differently? That's what the question is now you have some males that take it to a whole different level and that's the misogyny that's where that part comes in so misogyny and sexism is totally different and uh, um, one has to do with the other misogyny is complete hatred whereas sexism has to do with demoralization and not thinking that a person is capable of doing something so don't confuse misogyny for sexism because it's not it's completely different but again so we're going to put that, that in, uh, onto our platform and maybe our YouTubers and Instagram people can answer that question. What is it? Why is sexism treated differently than male emasculation? Uh, so Victor says, but even then we don't think with emotions. We think I objectively, we think object, let a woman mourning go bad. Everyone has hell to pay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> uh, and, and it, you know what? It also goes to the fact of the matter is that society has not allowed men to be emotional. Uh, when men are considered emotional, they're like considered weak. But people, as human beings, we have you can there's different emotions a human being experiences: mm -hmm. happiness, sadness, anger. Like there's so many different ones. So why is it that women can only behave a or allowed to behave a certain way or expected to behave a certain way? And only men are expected to behave a certain way. But, and but, I think it's very yeah. Western, by the way. I think it's very Western behavior yes. compared to other countries and cultures because other countries and cultures, you have men that hold each other's hands because they're friends. And on this side of the world, that's see as, oh, you ha you're homosexual or something is wrong. Uh, I, I remember when we were growing up, we would hold each other's hands. Remember little girls would just hold each other's hands and walk around and hug each other and whatever? And... The Western ideology of what I affection think women is. Doing that, mm -hmm. Trust me, women doing that is accepted because of motherly instinct. Yeah. But when men do it, it's seen different. It's seen differently. It's seen unhealthy. Exactly. And, and, and the thing is, is that you wonder why, and I'm not saying that, this is my opinion, <laughs> and we wonder why people that live in the Eastern part of the world are more community-based. 
they have a stronger community as far as I can see and from a stronger family value and they have although there is commercialization and capitalism everywhere it is easy to see where it's being put for example here in, in the Western world we are made to believe that it's so important to have a big house, a big car, <laughs> you know, men are supposed to look a certain way, be a Wait certain way, fans. act a certain way. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a big penis, for example, to be a man. Uh, you have to be, um, you know, have a, a six-figure job to be a man. Uh, to be a woman, you have to have a, you know, big booty and a small waist and big, and big breasts. That's a real woman. Um, you know, there's so much commercialization and capitalism that's actually put onto human behavior and use it as a weapon to keep us all separated and going against each other. When we can, if we have conversation and communication between the sexes, we will realize that we're all being controlled by capitalism. I mean... Do you really think that <laughs> it's the truth? You, I, I mean, think about it. Why would you want me to raise my son to never cry? Why? <laughs> Why would you say that if he cries, he's weak? When crying is a way of releasing stress. Crying is a way of tapping into your emotions and allowing yourself to decompress right allowing yourself to be sad and having that emotion why would you tell me that if my son does that he's weak and he's a p and we know what the p is that youtube will kick me off if i say it <laughs> it's a cat <laughs> right yeah. why is that why why is that and then when it comes to females if you don't look a certain way you're not feminine enough or you're not considered beautiful or attractive or you know, or uh, woman enough. Why do we have that? And if you look at the products and the different production that goes around that, it has to do with capitalism. <laughs> what? I'm just, I'm just reading what Victor has in chat. Let me see what he's saying. Let him. Imagine why? a man is a hunter. And he has Imagine to a man is a hunter and, a and he has to go kill a lion to bring back food. And say, I can't kill the lion. <laughs> because it's cute. Where does he get these things from? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know what's happening. Anyways, that's my that's my whole um that's my whole um I, I you know response to that in, in the whole you know why we're not looking at the male emasculation because society has said whoever society is that men are supposed to behave a certain way and. If a woman says it to them, if a woman slaps a man in the face, if a woman beats him up on the street, um, she's considered handling him. Um, yeah, get him. I've seen so many videos where we're cheering her on. But let that be a man turning around and hitting that woman back. All of a sudden, he's an abuser. All of a sudden, he is, you know, how could you hit her back? He, she's weaker than you are. Even in that moment, we're assuming the woman can't handle herself. <laughs> you know, so we as a society have to look at ourselves and our thoughts and our ideology and mentality of what a woman is and what a man is. And that is why we do not look at male emasculation because we emasculate men all the time by saying 
Why are you crying when you were when they were boys? We start in the childhood, and we break them down in the childhood, and then we left we throw them into society as adults and say, "Now give me some roses, <laughs> show me your emotions, show me you love me." <laughs> you know, that's my answer for that. And then when it comes to women, uh, the same thing where they're telling the men. Oh, a woman's supposed to be a certain thing, do certain things, behave a certain way. And if they're not doing that, they're not women enough. And then the men is expecting that. So again, my take is capitalism. That's my response. Teresa. When we were talking about how women should mm -hmm. treat men, the emasculation, Mm -hmm. Men and how to how to create healthier relationships. That might that might take away there, mm -hmm. and try stop trying to control whether you are the breadwinner, as we say, of the relationship. Yeah. Whether you're the one that's more educated, you and your partner, husband, wife, you are a team. You know, you operate as a team. You share the responsibilities in the family life. You encourage and respect each other's space and respect each other's um. Hold on. You respect each other's space. You respect each other as a person. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's my takeaway from there. Whether you make the six figures or not, mm -hmm. it's all about love, respect, and communication with your partner. And I and imagine having a person that makes six figures and treats you like sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's treating you like crap, but he makes six figures. <laughs> you know, um, I and. If your your spouse is not making financially the amount, maybe coming together and having a conversation and saying, "How can we help each other do better?" If that is the importance of the relationship finances, that is right. If it's the case that the female, the wife, is making mm -hmm. the better salary in the relationship, mm -hmm. and you know you have that discussion, if dad is the one to stay home mm -hmm. and the mom goes out and work. You know, that, that can happen. That's something you can sit down and communicate about. You can discuss that. But the same way we have women who are staying home to take care of the mm -hmm. children because they've decided that he's going to go out and work and she's going to stay home. And we want that same respect as mothers uh, doing the work at home. Vice versa. Then vice versa, when the male is staying home, then he has to get the same respect. He should get the same respect. Yep. Yep, agree. So, so Victor uh -oh. says we have thought to do with the task at hand, no matter how we feel. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem, and that's why we have domestic violence. Another reason for domestic violence, where males are not feeling they have any control in society, and now they're going home and wanting control inside the home, and taking the control, uh, and by how society has taught them, and that is by being abusive. Uh, so we're trying to realizing that and fighting back at that. Having communication, having discussions like these, and being uncomfortable for a minute to be comfortable so we can get better, male and female, they, them, everybody, <laughs> right? Okay, so Teresa, let's do, we, let's do our, we did a little of a recap. Let's go mm -hmm. back all the way to the beginning. Uh, technical issues, we would like you to tell us if you know of any uh, podcast place, Platform. um, platforms that have video ability be real if a woman making more money than a dude she's probably eventually look for a man making more but this is the that's what we're trying to say is you know if 
that is your, listen, everybody has a, a, a purpose, objective in life and what is important to them. And if, oh, if your, if finances is important to you over love and respect for a person, that's your thing. Fine. But don't expect, and I use the word expect because that's what we're dealing with expectations. Don't expect that if something happens, the person that is only there for finances is going to be there for you emotionally, right? You have to de determine what's important to you. If finance is important to you and whether, you know, what he makes is the importance and you don't really look at the entire relationship to see if he's also there for you in the rough times, then when the rough times happen, do not expect that person to be present to have that support because now you're not making six figures either <laughs> right so that's what i gotta say about that anyhow mm -hmm. barbados teresa remind us of the vendors yes we will be live in barbados july 28th uh our vendors will be ashlar designs Garden the fish cake guy. I need to mm -hmm. get gardens full name. I keep saying garden the fish cake guy. I can't wait for he's that fish cake. Just saying. <laughs> he's on location at Folksome Park. Join us at the Ashlar Designs, like I said, Phantom Inc. and Barber Shop. He will be there. Um, we're gonna be having Cat Spraddle with his sweet potato vodka. He has an interesting story that he can share with you. We also be having the good um, Christine from the Good Life BB. You can check all our all our guests out on Instagram. That's the goodlife.bb cat spraddle vodka. You just type in cat spraddle with a K mm -hmm. and you will find him there. Gordon, I'm not sure of his Instagram, but before the month end, I will get that information for you. If you're in Barbados, go on down to Portsmouth Park. You can try his fish case out. As soon as you enter Portsmouth Park and you're in the car park, Garden is to the right, closer to the wall, closer to where the showers are. So Garden Fishcake Guy is there. Found the ink and barbershop. He's on Whitehall Main Road. You can check him out for your ink, your tattoos, your piercings, and also your haircut. And he's a very good artist as well. So you can imagine. And he's gonna be he on, he's gonna be on our show as one of the co-hosts, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then also joining us will be Rudy from in the chat, joining us also as Dario. Yes, Dario. So we'll, be, we'll be having some fun. I can't wait. I think it's going to be so much fun. I think Dario mm -hmm. and Rudy, you know, on the show together is going to be hilarious. Um, I, <laughs> I, you know, we're going to be, uh, they, well, they're going to be drinking a little bit of alcohol and we're mm -hmm. going to have some food. I, I'm excited about that. Hopefully everything works out smoothly. If it's a rain day, we're still, we're going to have we'll go over by the fish cake guy if it's a rain day <laughs> right we keep it real um yeah so you can guys mm -hmm. can head on over to those um vendors and you can make your purchases and remember donations from these vendors purchases from these vendors will a donation will go towards what's the name of the place again henry Donations. Well, we we vendors. haven't decided yet. We're we're gonna do, go towards a women's shelter, okay. but we we just have to confirm we have first to before we, name, yeah. we advertise that. Well, I'm gonna read okay. an excerpt from my book before we go. Uh, as you guys know, I have a book coming out in uh, this year, 
Still trying to load it on on uh, Amazon, so I'm gonna read an excerpt right now, a continuation from last week. If you didn't hear, you can go onto a YouTube channel and you can you can go onto uh, the channel. You can hear the beginning. Um, uh, reading number two is reading number three. In her dying breath, she she thought to comfort me so selflessly. So I stood there looking at my children, wondering why I stayed so long. I knew how it felt to want to worry so much about your mom. You can't be a child. Yet I did the same to them. I felt so guilty that I had failed them. I tried so hard to be the perfect mom, the one that would make sure that they were clean, fat, fed, healthy meals, read them stories at night and tuck them in tight, making sure they joined every sport, every club, soccer, judo, basketball, and robotic club, go to preschool, learn new things, taught them to be innovative and creative, watch out for predators, and never going without. But what a child wants most is a parent who's mentally present. A parent who loves them enough to know their own value. A parent who knows their own worth. Displays happiness and can appreciate simplicity. I couldn't offer them that. I remember sitting on the corner of the bed, 418 pounds of me effed up and bleeding. <laughs> okay, that's it. Nice. <laughs> So anyways, we're, we are out of time. Anyhow, we're gone over a little bit, but I just wanted to do that. Uh, Teresa, yeah. it's Zoom always a pleasure. <laughs> that what? Zoom prompted us. Zoom was like, get off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're back to the old system. Anyhow, Teresa, it's always a pleasure talking to you and having you come to us. Thank you again uh, for all of everyone to stop and buy hot tea with pleasure. Please come back again in time. Like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, moisturize your life with us and we can join us on instagram we're on twitter as well as rss where you can have multiple platforms including spotify uh apple as well as google so we will see you next saturday with a more exciting topic and we look forward to seeing you in barbados on july 28th Teresa, ciao bye everybody bye. thank you nicolette bye, everyone. okay bye that's back, taking big swings, jammed in the back. Put me in the ring, you'll go out in a bag. Cause I sing what I mean and I bring it to the mad life. Ain't got time to kill, I got time to fail. I took a red pill. I know life's short, so I wanna live real good. How is it supposed to feel?